This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Green Chef. I want to thank Green Chef because they are a USDA certified organic company for supporting us here on WDW Today. Go to greenchef.us slash WDW75 to get a total of $75 off. That's $25 off each of your first three boxes of Green Chef meals. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. It's Thursday, June 13th, 2019. This is episode 16. 59 of WW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. And I'm the man who holds this whole thing together, Will Haynes. <laughs> People I'm say that. Terry Weaver from I'm Batu. Matt Lott. Hmm? Here I am. Lord, this is a mess today. It's okay. None the grease. And welcome to another episode of WDW Today. A fun one, a special one. We're giving trip reports all around. We had we had yet last week, maybe one of our most loved episodes of all time, which featured Two hours plus of trip reports, and people were excited, and people were demanding another two-hour episode. I'm sorry, you're not going to get that right now. See y'all. But <laughs> I will. Maybe one day hey, we'll get there. Hey, whose idea was it to make it a super show? That was, was Will's idea. We wouldn't this have guy. had that episode if it wasn't for the brilliance of William Haynes. I would say that about most episodes, Terry, Agreed. actually. Now, we have a pretty special thing to talk about today, and that is that Mr. Weaver and I both just got back from Disneyland experience. No, you're not. How many times do we have to go over this? You're not allowed to talk about Disneyland on here. I know, but this one's important because it was going to give you a helpful tips as they're building it. Almost identical, I think is what they keep saying. Almost identical. Except for the weather. Yeah. Although, Mm. it was hot. It was pretty close. (laughs) But it was not raining. It was not humid, though. No. No, It was actually beautiful, especially in the evening. So it's Galaxy's Edge... Disneyland, like a teaser trailer for Disney World's Galaxy. For what it sounds like, it's going to be nearly identical. So just so, so we were out at Galaxy's Edge, the new Star Wars land, if you will, and uh, we're going to go into reviews. We're not going to. I mean, you stay in that Star Wars hotel? Did stay in the Star Wars hotel? Uh, I stayed in the Disneyland hotel. Not the same. Which afforded me a cool <laughs> little perk, which was I had a reservation to go when it opened up, and they actually, uh, I had just made a reservation for myself. Uh, on accident, if you remember on that show. But also, I, my wife and I talked about it. We're like, I don't think the lines are going to get crazy. We don't necessarily want to take our kids. We go. Maybe you just go. And I kind of decided I'm not going to go. And then uh, they sent out an email saying, hey, you can." we saw you probably accidentally didn't add anybody to your reservation. You can now. I waited on hold for about 45 minutes on the phone and added uh, my son and my wife to our reservation. And we decided to make the trip. So we had a 5 o'clock to 9 p.m. reservation at Galaxy's Edge, something that's only going to last another what, 10 days, 14 yep. days, until it just opens up to the general public. I wish that they would always do it that I kinda way. I kind of do, too. And then uh, we booked at the Disneyland Hotel, and they're like, hey, if you stay here, you're guaranteed admission, so we're going to get another. So we actually got to go from uh, about 8 a.m. We our, our time slots were 8 to noon, and then again 5 to 9. Uh, so we, had, we ended up spending about six hours, six or seven hours, uh, in Batu, I, I think I touched the galaxy's edge. Uh, that's not a thing. 
Bright Suns. Bright Suns. I saw, oh, I saw someone get yelled at, a cast member get yelled at for saying hello. So everyone in, in, yeah. Before, yeah. B- before we go to the galaxy, yeah. I, I feel like last on last week's episode, or was it, t- I guess it was because it was the double episode. Yeah. I have been released from all of Will Haynes' character situation oh, yeah, after yeah, the Vampirina. And I definitely have to go officially on record. So b- before, but be careful. That's something that can come back if you're not careful, Terry. So people don't forget. Uh, it, it, as you know, Will hates Soren. Um, and one of the things I was the most excited about <laughs> what was that for the month of June, they were doing Soren over California at um, Disneyland. California Adventure. Yeah. yeah. And I was excited. They brought it back. They brought it back. And I. I can say today that Will Haynes is a thousand percent correct. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it is significantly the better attraction. The film they, I believe, have basically taken the analog film and then just—I would say—they've upgraded it, just um, digitized. Yeah. They it's digitized not playing it. off a film, right? Um, but man, it was just—it was so much more an enjoyable ride. Pleasant. The 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 scents were pleasant. <laughs> the only jump was the golf ball. And you yeah. you look for you look forward to, to it one jump because there wasn't one every seven seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every scene change. <laughs> no, uh, there was no dirt in my face. Shamu didn't take off my head. It, it was just, and it was super believable because you're known in California. To do that. Yeah. Shamu, hap- did, did you get your head taken off in the other one? Yeah, Shamu's just the other, the, the current one. Hmm. The yeah. current one, there's like the whales kind of splashing. From oh, I see. Yeah, the transition points are much my more dramatic in the current version of Sora. Have you that not seen true. Blackfish? I can't watch that movie. Okay. <laughs> I've been banned from it. So he's, I just he's allergic. He's allergic to it was it, it was fantastic. <laughs> and it was a nice added bonus that I was unexpected to be able to see. Yeah. And I wonder and I wonder I wonder if maybe maybe, you know, Park Operations has said, you know what? Will Haynes is unhappy. We should fix this. I think there I is the, that. I think the silent majority is, is coming on strong from Will's point of view. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of people. People were lining up for. I, I didn't saw get to so do many it. people with a shirt saying Will hates Soren. Mm. Yeah, and they said, "What is this?" And then they explained it like, yeah. "Well, we do too." Uh, <laughs> Stupid Eiffel Tower. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did. We we didn't get to do it. Uh, we were there very briefly, a couple hours of California Adventure the night we got in. And then we pretty much did only Star Wars, except for the Haunted Mansion, uh, due to a couple odd things at Disneyland. So, fair warning at Disneyland, a lot of rides close way before the park closes. So, uh, my son wanted to do the Buzz Lightyear Astro Orbiters. He was very excited, very, very excited. I said, okay, after we do with Star Wars, we'll go straight there. We went there, parking closed till midnight, Astro Orbiters closed at 7. Uh, and we encountered that a bunch of times with different attractions or experiences that were closing four to six hours before the park closes. Uh, some were due to the way fireworks are set up. Some were due to World of Color. Uh, and then some were just straight up like Astro Orbiters, whatever they call it, the Astro Blasters, just like, nope, this will move close. It's not really advertised that. You have to, you'd have to look on each individual attraction on the app to see what time the attractions open and close. It is not a... Disneyland is not like open to close. Every attraction is open. And we're not talking about like the Hall of Presidents or something that's like a half hour show. You're talking about a Omnimover type ride that you would think is open until close. Uh, is it because 
Oh, there's a, is that a fireworks location? I or? asked them, and they just said, no, yeah, we're closed for the night. It's just what happens. And I looked on the app, and they're right, because they'd close at 7 p.m. Like, Which is weird, because as I was walking out of the park um, the other night, you know, at, at 11.48, they're like, well, this is our last show of Wonderful Moments with Mr. Lincoln. I was like, right. really? Like, it's weird. That certain goes things, until the dead end, and then... <laughs> certain things just go, and I don't really know why. It may be because of fireworks or something. There may be... There should be reasons, but fair warning for making a trip to Disneyland, something that is... Different than going to Disney World, significantly, is uh, is that situation with things closing. Because we ran into that quite a few times where things were either closed or unoperational. Even the monorail closes due to weather, due to heat. Uh, so we tried to take the monorail back. We took an afternoon nap to go back to Galaxy's Edge, and they'd close the monorail because of heat. Uh, which they warned us during we got over there this morning. They go, fair warning, it's getting hot. Once it hits a certain degree, we have to shut it down until the evening. So just know, going in, be very uh, careful. And I will say, as similar uh, that I experienced lately at Walt Disney World, the number of operational interruptions, we will call them, at Disney parks is probably the worst I've ever seen it, where almost every major ride that I was near was down at some point during the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, Radiator Springs Racers breaks every 19 minutes, I think. <laughs> Um, it broke two times while we were in the fast pass queue. No, no, they never kicked us out, but you could just tell it was stopped. It was stopped. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't, I don't, I don't understand, but well, hey, right now we're dealing with, I'm not complaining because there was, as you may have seen this morning, a 600 minute wait for Hagrid's uh, journey. What a magical motorbike experience. 600 minutes where it topped out at. It's now down to about 480. Last time I looked. Uh, because of things like that, not only because they hit capacity really early and people are waiting throughout the park, is it's very weather dependent. If you got rain, that thing doesn't go, uh, much like Slinky Dog or, or lightning in the area. So, you know, I'm not complaining of the fact that we didn't really have any of that problems, but I just wanted to give that little bit of sort of a tip going into Disneyland, some feelings that I had that were, or just experiences that were different because you kind of just lump it all in when you're making your plans. Uh, yeah, so should we uh, should we dive in now? Should we head to... The only thing I say... Oh, one thing we experienced before we got to Galaxy's Edge, we both did at different times the Lamplight Lounge. That's what I was about to say. Lamplight Lounge was a, is a new area or new uh, addition to Pixar Pier, which was Paradise Pier, and it is a Pixar-themed restaurant kind of themed to the Pixar Studios. has a similar vibe on the inside. Uh, and we had two vastly different experiences... Probably and, similar food and drink experiences, but vastly different experience in terms to atmosphere. Well, yeah. I mean, that restaurant was a great – it was probably, of all the character, like, princess things that I've ever done, uh, Marjorie, who's worked on my team for years to help with scheduling and stuff. You're talking about the grotto? The the, gr the, the lamplighter lounge. It used to but be – But it was. Yeah, it was Ariel's grotto. 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 grotto, yeah. And yeah. it was a great princess character. It was awesome. I remember taking her for, her like, her 30th birthday. That was what she wanted to do. And so, but it, it, it was, the, the only thing nice. that was weird and odd with that. And cause my, my family did it, you go in and you get your formal picture with Ariel upon entry and then you go into the main dining room. Well, there's this like celebration of like announcing each princess that comes out and then they start making their rounds around or whatever. But like Ariel, no, no like, to be seen. We know, yeah. Well, it's God. Let's go. Yeah, she's doesn't like, uh, I, I saw you when you came in. Welcome to my grotto, but I'm not going to go in. Yeah, I'm just going to stay out here. So keep Triton's keeping her out. In yeah. below was the grotto, and then up top was was the Cove the Cove Lounge. Yeah, 
but which now was it's the Lamplight Lounge. Lamplight Lounge. They're both floors are now Lamplight Lounge. Yeah. Um, and the day that we were there was a was a pretty warm Southern California day. Um, I think it was 97 degrees. And so they have, you know, outside seating. Yeah. And they asked if we wanted to sit outside. I was like, honestly, man, I just want crank. Where's the AC cranking? So they put us inside. They've got the garage doors open to the. Yeah, it's it open was, air. It was. Well, it was open. There was no air of any kind moving <laughs> in the room. So it really didn't matter how great the experience was. And it was a really cool themed space. I mean, yeah. there was all kinds of great um, artifacts and paintings and scenes from uh, Pixar movies. Carl and Ellie's uh, mailbox was on the wall from up that we really enjoyed seeing. And um, but it was just we had this they had this similar nachos to what the lobster nachos, <laughs> which is one of my favorite snacks. Um, we just had that and we got out of there. Yeah. Um, cause it was just, it was just you, too high for you. Now, and, and you went it, I went during the day. So my reservation was like three o'clock cause that was as soon as we was pretty much the first thing we did when we got in the park. Yeah. And I will say that was the first time I kind of, we did max pass for the first time. Yeah. Um, I had the, the worst max pass experience. Like it was myself and McNair where McNair kind of came out at the last minute. Cause I added yeah. him. I was like, Hey, you want to come? And he's like, Oh, let's go. And so kind of the same reason that was kind of what made us all say let's really do this trip now yeah. and uh max pass definitely wasn't yeah like, I, it, did, it didn't know he was in the park which obviously uh, he could have gone to the park which yeah. meant mine worked we just didn't utilize it that we had much. to go all the way to the front and yeah i'll say this for max pass i kind of didn't get it because what i didn't like about it it was it only worked like fast pass it basically just gave you the trip to walk to the attraction to get the ticket Right. Which if you were sitting at dinner and like, oh, I'd love to get a reservation. I'd love to get it like it in an hour from now. an hour from now. You're kind of your options are limited. Yeah. I had sort of mixed reactions with the next packs. We didn't honestly because of Star Wars. I don't think I got to utilize much. If I wasn't for Star Wars, I think we utilized a lot. I had the exact opposite Lamplight Lounge. We went at 810 in the evening. Uh, Sun was going down. It was beautiful. Uh, we sat out on the patio, which overlooks, you know, whatever they call Mickey's Fun Wheel now, the big, you know, the big lagoon with the world of color. Uh, you get sit in these really comfortable giant chairs, like a lounge chairs, a uh, great service. Uh, but the food was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't like anything that I'm like, wow, I can't wait to go back for that. But from an atmosphere point of view, I loved it. The drinks were super sweet. Uh, I learned that kind of at Disneyland in general. Everything is super sweet. Uh, but we're good. Was it too too sweet? It was too sweet. My son uh, got this, and I think they have it in Star Wars as well, this bubbly uh, drink that has these orbs and it kind of smokes. There's like, uh, so it, it, he thought it was hilarious. He loved it. Uh, but our food was good. I don't remember exactly what I had. No, we had the lobster nachos and then I had maybe the burger. My wife had something else. My son, the kid's food there is pretty darn creative. Uh, they have what looks to be a sushi roll but is uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which was pretty funny. So it's laid out like you'd have like a California roll, but it's actually peanut butter and jellies. And they had mac and cheese with goldfish crackers in it. Uh, both were, were big hits. So I'd say Lamplight Lounge, I liked it. But if it's too hot and you go during a hot day, it's going to be rough. But in the evening, I thought it was wonderful. Um, and now we'll get to the main attraction while you're all here. Because we're going to talk about- we had about, a fantastic uh, lunch at an undisclosed location on property we enjoyed. You can talk about yeah, that. We went, we went to Club 33. It was an interesting experience. We'll get to that probably. Uh, maybe. But let's first, let's we'll, we'll talk about that at some point. Let's do Star let's Wars do Galaxy while Edge. While you're here, this is what's important. This is why you came here. And uh, before we get to that, though, 
I just want to make them all making y'all sweat. I'm sweating. Sweating, yeah. I want to tell you a little bit about a new friend that we have. You want to hear about him? I do. You know what I'm going to tell you about is our friends at Green Chef. That's right. You heard about it at the beginning of this show. Green Chef has teamed up with WDW Today. And they are a USDA organic company. And they're offering everyone in our audience a total of $75 off. That's $25 off each of your three boxes of Green Chef meals. That includes options like paleo, plant-powered, vegan and vegetarian, pescatarian. That means you eat fish. Keto. That means you eat keys. I don't think that's right. Or Cheetos that are made out of keys. It's Keats. Oh, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gluten-free and omnivore. Go to greenchef.us slash WDW75. That is greenchef.us slash WDW75. Here's how it works. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. And there is something for everyone. With Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes that you'll love to cook every week. It was wonderful. We got a box of, of a lot of different options. We did the keto option, trying to trying to lay off some of the some of the carbs with the keto option. It's fantastic. And they again, they offer a very wide variety of options. You should take a look at it. Comes in a box ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. That's from Ghostbusters. So, you know, don't worry about that part. It's also delicious. Expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond just your ordinary substitution. It's convenient and easy, and it makes cooking easy. It makes it fun with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. So here's what you're going to do. Go to greenchef.us slash WDW75 for a total of $75 off. That's $25 off each of your first three boxes of Green Chef. And a quick note, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, which you've heard us talk about here on WDW Today. They offer now a wider variety of meal plan choices. You can switch between the two if you want to eat a little differently you know, each month. So again, now uh, that's with Green Chef. If you've heard of HelloFresh, they are owned uh, by them. Now... Let's step into the world of Galaxy's Edge. 7 a.m. rolls around. 6 a.m. I wake the kid up. I wake my wife up. So we got to go. We get out there. We go through a pass. I'm not going to go into the whole reservation system because it's only going to apply to you for the next 10 days. If, you haven't, if you're not registered to go, more than likely you're not going to. Though I would highly encourage going. I would highly encourage going now. I have no idea how things are going to change for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. But as of right now, it's a wonderful experience. We'll lead off with that. Uh, it was just, again, it was a wonderful experience beginning to end. Uh, as long as you have the right tips and tricks uh, to get what you want to get done. The uh, only part that was, ooh, was the the waiting to load in to the land. That was a bit. See, how long did you wait? So the folks that that we knew that were that had done it, yeah, was some Star Wars podcasters, yeah, um, that we met up with that had done it four times, and they they said you go to uh, the, the the Critter Country, that's where they they wanted you mm-hmm. to enter, and so you basically go to this area and everyone is just waiting in a queue to get in the queue, like they don't let you wait in line, but they tell you that you have to be here 
so you're told to go wait in line, and then See. you basically go up this long path to up to Critter Country, and then we we were held there for maybe 25 minutes, but it just was very it was, I was very. Say, I, we checked it at 7:30. We walked over to our area was in Fantasyland. And we walked to Fantasyland. We went through what ends up being the exit, which I honestly think is a much better entrance to Galaxy's Edge visually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they load us and that way. We waited maybe 20 minutes. Uh, but we could have, the second time around, I showed up 45 minutes late to our reservation uh, and walked right in. It was a beautiful, wonderful experience. Because you had done nice. the things that you wanted to yes, do. Yes. So in the morning, I went and uh, a friend of the show, Alex, uh, who is a, a travel agent, he said, he heard I was going, he sent me his tips that he's sending like to his people booking. And I read him over the night before. I was like, okay, cool. So I know what to do. Uh, the first thing we did was my wife and I kind of split up. She went to <laughs> over Star Wars. Over Star Wars. Yeah, over Star Wars. That was, that was walked, it. When we walked in in the morning, uh, she went immediately to get in line to build a lightsaber. Nice. Uh, which what you do is actually purchase your spot. You pay for the, your lightsaber already. You select what type of lightsaber style you want. And then... Uh, they give you a return time later in the day. She got in. We were in the we were in Galaxy's Edge by eight oh five a.m. and she by the time she got up to there, it took about 25, 30 minutes. She was uh, the next to last person for the entire block. So they're selling a lot of really expensive custom lightsabers. A lot. Wow. Uh, immediately, my son and I went to build a droid because I said I'm going to try to do everything. Just mm-hmm. don't even worry about money for this. I want to just do everything we can. Uh, he wanted to build a droid. He went to build a droid. Wait about twenty minutes. Uh, because How much are those, by the way? Hundred bucks. Sabers that, are two hundred. That is worth it. They are real cool. They're rem- yeah. They're they're remote- both really cool. They're fast and remote control. And so you can either pick a BB eight, a BB model, or an R two model. And uh, it's again, it's a very cool experience. Unlike if you're thinking build a droid like they have always had it, Star Tours. No, this is you using like picking out each individual piece that's on a conveyor belt and putting them in your basket and then going to another thing and you're you're using electric screwdrivers to put the thing together. Like that's cool. it's a it's an impressive experience. It probably takes you probably anywhere from ten to fifteen minutes to probably upwards of twenty or thirty, depending on it. I'll say this about every Not piece wait, of just merchandise uh, is expensive. Well <laughs> Well, it's all super well done quality experience. Everything is very experiential. Yeah. And every you can't buy Galaxy's Edge souvenirs there. You can only buy things that you would purchase if you were on Batu. That's yes. kind of their they'll, they'll give them to you in Walt Disney World back. So it's a little bit of a, Yeah, but there's they are they do say Galaxy's Edge. I the, got I got the straight up castle bag. So I got the <laughs> reusable bag. I mean I bought the reusable yeah. bag because they I They gave us for one of them for the creatures, they gave us an, a legit like you'd get in anywhere Disney bag. Uh I don't care. That's here nor there. I did see someone get yelled at, though. They do have all this vernacular. And woman, I approached the, the quick service for breakfast, uh, and she said, hello. And the boss was like, it's not hello. It's, what is it? Well, during the during the day. During the day, it's two suns or something, was it? It's bright suns. Bright suns, and they like hold up two. And then, they're and then like, at night, it's rising moons. And then when they tell you goodbye, it's uh, to the spires, or may the spire guide you. Um, I will say the one... That was the most frustrating um, was if you ask where a bathroom is, uh-huh. they don't have bathrooms. They have refreshers. Yeah. And if someone whole... happens to be in a situation where it's an emergency or they need a restroom in a 
It's excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> I had that happen once. Where what if I, you're I, from a different country, well, don't know the language. So we well, could, you, you are. You're in a different planet. So I so couldn't figure out. Refresher is. I didn't realize until the last hour of our reservation that we had not seen the entire resistance area. Oh. It is really well done. So eventually, I just turned to the guy. Go. Where is the X-wing? I want to see the X-wing. And he goes, What? I was like, The X-wing. It's on the map. Where's the X-wing? He's like, You must be with the resistance. To get to, I was like, okay, dude, just get me to them. Like, it was cool. They're really going for it. But they went, they, they, oh, went, they're for, all in. they went for it. Uh, and I well, will say. Hi, I'm they, a rebel spy. Uh, Where's the X-Wing? There, now, there are really fun moments that happen with that. So the way when you build a droid, I'll, let me finish that. You build a droid, you select all the different pieces. You can also buy decals to add. A lot of upgrades. Okay. Personality chips. So it's 100 bucks. Unless you want the personality chip, that's another 25 bucks. You need to get oh, green. you want it green? It's gonna, you're going to need to buy a decal set. Uh, all of which my son wanted. Um, of course. Yeah. Surprised it'd be like 130 bucks, and you can't take out your droid while you're there. Oh. And you get it kind of in a Build-A-Bear box. I'd say that's the closest thing to say. It has a little hole, and it will interact and talk to other droids as you walk around, and it will occasionally wake up. So they tell you to be careful, whatever. And I got approached by a stormtrooper about the droids. Like, I see you have a very inquisitive droid. Whoa. And like got in my face. It was a pretty cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so <laughs> what's up with your droid? <laughs> I want to have a casual conversation oh, with a stormtrooper. Yeah. They would get in your face too. It was pretty funny. So they could like it wasn't like over a loudspeaker. They're pre-recorded, like, okay. I would assume, but they know they can control what they're talking about. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, and there are characters just free roaming face and, characters that are walking around. And I and I don't know if this is going to be in Orlando because that's kind of part of Disneyland culture. Whereas, yeah. you know, you would never see Mickey Mouse roaming down, you know, Main Street in Orlando, but you definitely see those kind of characters in Disneyland. Yeah. And overall, one of the things that I was the most blown away by is the the cast or the citizens of Batu, as they're called now, uh, was definitely they were fantastic. And you're going to need them to get through the land and to know where to go, especially on your first journey there. Um, so, yeah, the I would costumes agree. were fantastic. Uh, what? Yeah, I would say my only thought with that is the only thing I would love to have seen is some more uh, aliens, mm. more creatures. I'll say that. more yeah. creatures. Everyone's a human. Who are you calling? It's an kind alien? of how I feel at Pandora. You walk around, you're like, where are the Navi? Like, it's just a bunch of humans. I feel like there could be something that maybe could make it not just humans. There are some animatronic droids. There are some animatronic creatures. But 99% of what you interact with is a human, which mm -hmm. is fine. I'm not saying they don't – you know what I'm saying. They could do prosthetics or something. They might go into Halloween Horror Nights. You know, that's what I think of. Like, right. If they can there do are a creatures costume, everywhere at Halloween Horror Nights. they can do a costume for a character, like in any other park in Disney, they could do some prosthetics yeah. for Star Wars. Right. Um, and the only other thing, which is such a minute like change, is like obviously like they're decked out, they're full character, but they're wearing Ray Bans. That's right. <laughs> Ray Bans go all across the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something about that. It's like you went like 98% there, but you didn't quite like mm -hmm. finish that off. Who, uh, who's to say? I the mean, Ray Bans aren't the choice of the. Uh... It was a little odd. Um, people, some character people were more in than others. I thought it was a great experience. So I've signed up for the lightsaber. The droid thing is fun. It's fun. It's not life changing. It's not incredible. It's not a. It's really cool visually to see, but it's not like I'd say if you don't have a kid. I mean, you enjoy it. I'd enjoy it if I was an adult, and you get a cool toy. 
you get a cool toy out of it. Mm -hmm. So that's the good part about this and the lightsabers. You end up with a cool toy at the end. So it's weighing how much the experience is to that. I would say the droid is probably a $50 droid at a Toys R Us or whatever. Not Toys R Us. You can't go to Toys R Us anymore. Unless you're in Canada. But it's customized-ish. I'm just saying like in the quality. It's still like Got a it. plastic to remote control toy uh, car. Such right, 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 right. Uh, it's cool. But it's not like the, it's not metal pieces or anything. How much were the rides vehicles when you used to be able to make those at Downtown Disney? Yeah, I was curious because we did that. I said it's a very similar experience to Ride Makers. I don't know exactly. I think they were like 50 bucks. It felt like that kind of thing, like a -a Build-A-Bear. Maybe with a little more intensive. Uh, Very cool though. I don't want to like, I don't want to like under, like sell it. It's, they're cool. They're sturdy. They're good. Uh, they were already sold out of a lot of stuff though. Like we were there five minutes into the thing. They're like, we're out of purple BBs. We're out of this, that. So don't like get your kids all hyped up for specific colors. I'll mm. say that because they will run out of pieces. They probably were allocating them per time slot, but maybe, I don't know, fair or they just didn't have them. So just know that going in, don't get your kid pumped to get, I really want to red this, this, this arms. Just go in, you know, just knowing you're not going to do that. My wife signed up for a lightsaber. You only can buy one per person. So we were going to do two lightsabers, but she, she signed up for us. We got one and, uh, it's a one-to-one experience. Would they not allow her to do two? No. Got it. She can only buy, if you were one person there, you can buy one. If we had, if my son and I were there, we'd be able to buy three. Uh, so I believe it was, but that's right now. Who knows? That experience was uh, the best thing I've done at, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Building the lightsaber, which I was an assistant on. My son built the lightsaber. He made all the decisions. Uh, you pick what kind of category you want to be in, and they give you a pin. And as you walk in, they give you essentially, they like lay out a whole spiel and give you a tray of whatever coordinates with your pin. So say it's you know power and whatever. They clunk those pieces in front of you. Uh, it's the most Star Wars experience, I think, of the entire thing, uh, where they incorporate elements from the movies in a way that's very, very, very well done. So I don't really know how to, like without spoiling it, some fair warning, uh, they use music really heavily in a way that's not really used in the park. I mean, I've seen some inside videos. Of, and it's small. It's like 15 people. Yeah. And it's like a round, like a round. Yeah. You're like in a round conference table. area. Yeah. It's, it's as much a ceremony as it is a. Yes. And building, it's pretty legit and it's metal lightsaber. Uh, it's not plastic. I would compare the the base. of it almost like a mag light. If you've ever held. Yeah. Like a, it's heavy. You could do some damage with it. Uh, yeah. And this is where they brought in elements, again, from the series, characters from the series, moments having the music cues that you love. This is that moment. This was my, if there was going to be a moment I said it was like an emotional reaction, it was to the lightsaber building ceremony, which is not what I was expecting. And it was wonderful. Uh, the words I've heard used is a religious experience. Okay. That may be taking it a step far. Amen. It was certainly an emotional experience. Praise uh, the Lord and pass the Jedi. It was wow. an emotional experience and you got a lightsaber at the end, uh, which was pretty cool. So how did they, so when, when you build the base, I know that you kind of like, did you screw it into this thing that like was the. Yeah, you get like a, a something that you, then you pick out, they, they come around with this glowing thing of kyber crystals. You pick out a kyber crystal. You insert and it. That correlates sure with the color. The color. You can buy the other kyber crystals on your They're interchangeable. Uh, which I didn't know. Honestly, when I bought more of them. That's awesome. And everything screws in. and screws in in pieces. So you'll have a couple options for each part of your tray. And they lead you through it. But they also lead you through that we're in a resistance, but we're in a in a you know an area that's controlled by the First Order. We got to keep this quiet. But here's, you know, 
the legend of the Jedi, Luke and Ray and everything. And it's, that's the only time I heard the words Luke Skywalker said the whole time we were there or Skywalker. It's the only time that that connected. Hmm. Um, really great. So I don't want to go like too, too in depth because it will go on for hours, but I really did love it. Uh, that was well worth the 200 bucks. That sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Uh, but you do, if you're, if you're going to buy a master replica or that kind of thing anyway, uh, know that they, that this is probably the coolest option you can get. I don't think it's a lot. I mean, you're customizing. It's really it. like, well it's done, It's exactly too. how you want to do it's it. It's a good metal lightsaber. Uh, you get a, a sheath for it. That's like a sling that you wear around. It's like a black bag that puts it in. It has the Jedi logo on it. Uh, if you pull out your lightsaber, which they don't encourage, because one, it's a very heavy, very bulky, okay, very bulky, you know, metal lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty funny. My son did it, and the cast members started to approach him and surround him and be like, the first order is going to see you. You got to get out. And it was really funny. They like, as stormtroopers were approaching, they were like blocking him. Yeah. Uh, and we got some really cool photos. Uh, so people do like take pictures with their lightsabers, but not in a way that is not in a way that's like, you can't just be wandering around <laughs> with it. So Terry, are you okay? I know. Y'all, I don't y'all, y'all, so, so, so to children. like y'all, you're going to have to carry it around all day, right? <laughs> yeah. You have a sling. Oh, okay. And I will say, we were there the night before. <laughs> they sold a lot of them. We were there the night before, and the I just stood. Stormtroopers can't see it in the sling, I guess. I stood at the, we walked onto a couple of attractions the night before, and I stood there at the Haunted Mansion. And I just, I said, I'm going to take five minutes, and I'm going to count the number of grown men with no children oh, yeah. coming out with lightsabers. And it just, because I kind of wanted to know, my, my thought before I saw the land, I was like, I mean, I'd be this? one of those. Oh. Because, I mean, my girls aren't going to give a rip about a dang uh, lightsaber. Right. I mean, and so, but I just kind of wanted to know, okay, how is this going before I see it, before I have any perspective, is this going to pay for itself? And it's very, very, very clear that the investment that they've made into this land will be paid <laughs> yes. for in lightsabers yeah. by the end of the year alone. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. Cause you do think all these people are spending an extra $200 right. for, for a toy lightsaber. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. A thousand mm-hmm. a day. Probably. You think they can move that many people yes. through? I would assume so. I mean, it's tw- or close at a time. Uh, another little tip. Don't know if this is something that's going to be in effect in Orlando as well or how they're going to handle it. Uh, if you are with a small child, they will let both parents go to the experience. If you are an adult or an older child, it's one-to-one. So if Terry went, I could go with him to observe, but me and you to and assist. Terry couldn't go. Got it. But not really to assist. You kind of watch. I mean, Just watch. But as for a kid- they I let, love that Greens is like- yeah, you need to go assist, assist Terry, Terry in building that lightsaber. Uh, yeah. But for kids, they know no, they'll yeah, be extra Because, I mean, it's that's an experience. Because I was, Without, like, helping my son build it. My wife was taking pictures. Yeah. So, you know, they give you that. I will definitely be doing it at some point. This just wasn't... Well, the, the lines tr- and stuff to right. do it. You, you, you had, had to, pick, to pick what you wanted to do. Yeah, and so I, I picked something else is yes. what I was going to do. So And the only thing, Terry, that I didn't do that you did was... Because, again, showing you how the economy is doing right now... The, li- the biggest line that I saw, other than um, the lightsaber and the cantina, because that's like a check-in process, was the line to the like high-end collectible store. Yes. Although, it once you left, it died to zero. Of course. Um, but, but I honestly didn't even know what it was. It's kind of another of those places that's sort of hidden. You have to be asking questions to know where stuff is. So it's a Doc Ondor's Den of Iniquities. Yeah. And from a 
Take anything for sale. Sounds very biblical. Take anything for sale. Den oh. of iniquities? Antiquities. Oh, you uh, said iniquities. You yeah, said I iniquities. heard iniquities. Like, that sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah. Whose house did you wander like into? It's hell. Den of iniquities. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> that's hell. It's the it's the fiery lake. Yeah, that's you see? iniquities. Yep. You'll be cast into. As mentioned so, in both the Gospel of Mark and So Matthew. anyways, <laughs> Donna, Donna, Doc Ondor's Den of Antiquities. Um, Doc Ondor. The... Theming, just going in there has some great statues. Which uh, shout out to my buddy uh, Craig Fraser, who was who got to do some of the scenic painting on that there, which was unbelievable. Cool to see friends that get to create literal magic. But it was the ups. The top shelf was all kinds of stuff from around the galaxy. Um, you know, almost like if you think the collectors area and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he, amazing wall of uh. Star Wars taxidermy, which if there was something that I probably would have gone out of control to spend an unbelievable amount of money on, <laughs> I would have probably, if, if one of those things were for sale, I would have, it would have definitely been on my, how do I make this happen list? Hmm. Um, they were, you know, just life size, you know, who doesn't want a wampa hanging on your wall and all right. of those a- animals, they were unbelievable. Um, and they had some really great, that's the, if you've seen the images of the merch that are like the collection of like uh, Jedi busts. Um, they had a lot of those things and, and everything in there was it, what's interesting is I told you that it was high end. It was kind of a mix of stuff. I mean, that's where you could get high end collectibles. Yeah. But they also had like little journals and uh, buttons and yeah, pants. I asked the, the cast members like what's in there. And he's like, it's the reason there's a line is because it's a lot of people go in there. That, yeah. You get your robes and yeah. you know, they're your, going to pay for their iniquities, man, which is also a Jedi <laughs> robe like area. Also in the marketplace. So yes. You so you did bring up that there was uh, like journals and stuff like that. That was my one question because we had heard the previous like reports that it was going to be obviously very tailored merch, but there was it was supposed to be like, um, like in universe. Yes. Yeah. Where did you see any things that were just like Star Wars T shirt or something like that? No. Or was there was it really. Mostly- there was really none of that. Literally what Grease yeah. has on. Did they because sell anything no, like that? There was that. none of that. Okay. That's, that's why they think they're keeping the launch bay. Uh, and that's... There still was... Any now, other like Disneyland? And there was an amazing... Uh, Everything said Star Wars if you looked close enough. Gotcha. On a tag, well, yeah. on a thing. But it wasn't like in your face. But a lot of the stuff... But I mean, look, there was a whole area where you could buy stuffed Lando, stuffed Ray, stuff... This is the only thing I purchased for myself... To the stuffed Watto. Mm. So to some degree... It says uh, Watto. It says Star Wars Galaxy's well, Edge. No, I understand the, the tags and everything, but it wasn't like Star Wars tea. No. no. Any it's all, t- were there t-shirts? Like generic merch. Yeah, there were t-shirts, I think. Okay. What were those like? Well, maybe, Anything maybe that said Galaxy's t-shirts. Edge? No, the Galaxy's Edge stuff was all available... At launch like day? The, the, uh, yeah. launch so it's just day a bunch of robes? Yeah, that's There's not more t-shirts. like... What merch do you so buy? So like, I'm, descri- I'm, I'm going there. I'm going to... So like... Um, they had the they had the busts. They had the journals. Um, they had some like mugs, lots of pins and patches that were pretty cool. They had the chess set. Oh, they did have action. Fi- okay, here's the, they did have action figures. Hmm. Special black series yeah. box set of action figures. They weren't like on a peg. They're in like a box. And then you open it up. And there's a window of figures that are specifically like they have like black character- market stuff. No. 
No, no. Black Series being like the higher in Star Wars action figures, Hasbro action figures. They had like $80 collect- collectible versions of those. They also had those, though, at the stores in downtown Disney. Um, but so there were those kind of things. Uh, but there weren't like Mickey ears, you know, like that kind of stuff. Did y'all get the, uh, the, the Coca Colas and stuff? Yep. I, yeah, go ahead. So let. You finish yeah. your den of iniquities. Oh, let me finish the den of antiquities. But yeah, the the animatronic. I guess that's Doc on Doc. He's a hammerhead. Yeah, super cool. I mean, every everything about the the space was just great. Um, and it was that was that was I would call it the second level of uh, story two of Galaxy's Edge. There's which is that. There's the restaurant docking bay seven. Do you want to talk about food? I ate it there. So I, I had ate dinner. it there. I ate it there. You had there. breakfast. We had I dinner. I had breakfast. I had some twin sons breakfast. What they call breakfast? Twin Iniquities. sons breakfast. Fascinating. Yeah, uh, I had <laughs> I had the ribs, which is what was recommended to me, and they were okay. Um, McNair ordered the the sh- the cold shrimp salad, oh. which <laughs> I mean, I like shrimp salad, which was basically a decon. If you'd imagine a Vietnamese shrimp roll without like the soy wrap on the, it was literally one of the best quick service. That's cool. Pieces of food I've ever had in my life. It was unbelievable. Um, the 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 ribs and it came with like a some sort of like a piece of cornbread. It was it was good. It was really good. It was, um, you know, one of the things I was really hoping for in Galaxy's Edge was a sit down table service restaurant. That's what I was hoping yeah, for that I didn't that ain't get. Um, now the the Rondo the Ronto Roasters area was really cool. It was like another it was another. Whereas Donkey Bay Seven, it's like you go in, you walk in this space, and it's like. It's right next to the Falcon. It's above the Falcon, and it's you know you can you basically we sat down and ate inside like a yeah like little pod shed looking thing yeah like it was a some storage, sort of vehicle storage facility yeah it looked really <laughs> it cool was. it looked cool it was fun Rondo's Roasters is where you've seen the animatronic of the of kind of the roasting going I can talk on about my breakfast there were eggs there was sausage mm-hmm. and there were potatoes yeah blue milk I got my blue milk at a milk stand. Okay. We'll get to there. Yeah. Rondo's Roasters, I had Twin Suns tea, which was Ooh. just a very sweet tea. Everything yeah, was, is just very so sweet. sweet at Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I, I tasted that from you. And I was like, whoa, that was that, that made the blue milk. Pop. I didn't know you tasted my tea. <laughs> no, sorry. You're, maybe it was Amanda when you went to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And I was like, taste this. It's sweet. When you went to the refresher. Yeah. yeah. When you went to the refresher, he stole my tea. Now, let's actually talk about the refreshers, because I will say... If there was an area of Galaxy's Edge that I was like, dang, the men's room yeah. was unfreaking believable. And I was not expecting I was not expecting anything to top my my tangled bathrooms in the Magic Kingdom. But the the restroom experience in Galaxy's Edge was, was, there a character was one of the me? most Elegantly themed areas I've seen in a theme park ever. Was there a droid? I mean, mine. I thought it looked looks like a, a truck stop bathroom, but like in a super cool way. And then if you <laughs> sure go, never uh, thought dirt. I could find a, a way to have wait. a super cool truck stop. Yeah, bathroom. Yeah, I've been to a truck stop. You've been a truck cool. stop bathroom where like you're like, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Too many times. Like maybe like you have to. There, it's maybe not even inside. Yeah. You know, around, around the side. Yeah. And they give you the ruler connected to with it. the key. Yeah, like that's how it felt. Yeah. Uh, nice. It. Perfect. Wait. You had to be like, this was open two weeks from now. Did it have two that weeks ago. Funky What's wrong smell? with a themed yeah. bathroom? Why are y'all giving Terry a hard time? I no, know. it was great, but it it's was themed to be so. What are my just favorite other random? Yeah, I see these pictures. It oh. looks pretty nasty. One of my other favorite random things is so you go outside the men's room there, which is in the 
I guess I kind of called it the. There's what a is couple that? bathrooms. What is that area called? The uh, I don't know. which bathroom are we talking about? I'm talking about the one that's by ones. the. Uh, I, I, apparently, I missed the other bathroom. Toy toilet. Sin of iniquities. <laughs> <laughs> you come outside and you go to the the water fountain. So it's like you got to like interact with the water fountain, and the the little eye that comes out when they're in the trash compactor. Scene, oh, I missed that. Like bubbles out and it's like yeah, you know oh, that's great. great. No, yeah, I didn't see that. Dang it. Yeah, that was. Uh, there was that was, that was I think what I loved like, the yeah. most is there was so many little hidden things like in the creature stall, which is you know where you can get your you know your uh, creature. You're gonna stall. get your stuffed animals creature. and then your oh no that's um, a different theme park. You get your very much your <laughs> ten hour uh, wait right now. For that. I know. Have we been going two hours? It feels like <laughs> Facebook it. just said two hours. Thousand hours. We've been going for two hours. No, no. we haven't been going for two it hours. It feels no. like it. Facebook for me just said we've been going live for two hours. <laughs> I, got a, like, I got out of jail two hours ago, so no. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Go ahead. The, uh, Made me nervous for a second. The, the creature shop was was glorious. Um, the the thing they were out of was some cat, which I was seemed cool. Some galaxy cat that everybody was like. That was the one thing. That was like, oh, sorry, we're out of those. I was like, okay. Um, but what? you can make the uh, you can make your the 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 the, the monkey from uh, Salacious P. Was it Salacious P? Salacious oh, Salacious Crumb. Salacious, Salacious Crumb. Which is very much like the. What, what you can get in Pandora. So we are we okay? I think we're we're combining a few things. I'm still. I'm, the I'm moving through the. I'm moving through okay, that well, area. I get no feedback. I don't get to comment. Go ahead. I bought something at every store. That's not. Yeah, Logan was trying to talk. You cut him off, man. I didn't talk about your twin toilets. I uh, twin toilets. Went to the. I went to the creature shop as well. I got a tauntaun that was very expensive. Nice. <laughs> and my son got a dewback. About it. They also they have lots of creatures. They have animatronic creatures that aren't for sale, obviously. Uh, and then they have it's really cool. So you're going through a marketplace. It feels like a what's the pig that's there? That pig was pretty cool. I don't know what that thing's called, but it's you squeak. It was amazing. It's a squeaky pig. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of those kind of uh, things that were like Star Wars universe that I wasn't even that. I don't know the names of the stuff. Uh, but it, it is set up like a marketplace in the Middle East or a marketplace in a lot of places, like little booths mm -hmm. uh, as you stroll through. We encountered Kylo Ren in there, uh, which was, was pretty cool. Was he upset? He had he, uh, also not no mask, Ooh. dude. Kylo Ren, like in his Jedi black robes. I'm glad he had a shirt. Lightsaber. On. He had a shirt on. Kylo uh, dude. And he was kind of frantic. <laughs> oh, as he, that's a cosplay like, He wasn't really talking to people. He was just kind of frantically walking around the marketplace. Yeah. it was pretty neat. Um, and it was it was again it was very cool. But we we stopped at the creature shop. We picked up. Uh, what did you get at the Jewels of Bith? Which is whatever's next. I just saw that on the map. I think, is that the Jewels of Bith? Which one is that? It's the one next to the the other side of the creature shop. You, the don't, first re one. you don't really know the names of these things. Yeah. I think that yeah. may have been where I bought the, this. The, that is the one thing that you it's don't a see a lot of as is, 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 is signage. Um, I went to the Cat Saka's Kettle, which mm -hmm. is where you can get your uh, essentially... Galaxy's I actually didn't buy part. anything, I will say, at the Jewels of Bith looking yeah. at it. I went I, in there, but... I went and got... Some fr a friend did ask, said, hey, man, the one thing I want is I need a thermo detonator Coke. Um, which I will say from like a Disney perspective, those things are brilliant. They're $4.99. They're 13.3 ounces of Coke. And they get you to buy, you know, I bought one for myself and one for someone who asked me to break. That was all they wanted. Yeah. And I brought one of the... And then I bought the... Um, Mouse droid popcorn bucket because that just seemed fun to have. Cool. 
Um, uh, and the popcorn. Is it an annual bucket, like for 99 cents, you can fill it up? <laughs> yeah. Jenny just movie. put, I regret not buying a pork puppet. Honestly, yes. those were awesome. Those I, were fantastic. I would have leaned towards the pork puppet. I, I definitely. My son didn't want it. He wanted to do that. I was close back. on the pork puppet. Pork puppet's pretty great. Um, another person is how old is my son? My son is six. Uh, six and a half. And... Uh, he loved it. We'll get to we'll get. He he loved everything we did. So he had he had the, no problems with everything, including the ride, which we'll get to. The, here the, the popcorn end. was like a salty fruity pebbles. Was the that sounds horrible? I didn't try the popcorn. I did though try the milk options. Yes, uh, there is a milk stand that is namely called the milk stand. Milk stand, uh, not a huge demand. Uh, Amanda said it's all like coconut milk based or something like that. Okay. So there is a milk kind of flavor to it. That's surprising that there wasn't a huge demand for it. I feel like, like think of butterbeer at I think uh, everybody That's sort of the problem. Butterbeer is delicious. Agreed. Was this not? Oh, you didn't have it. I, I did have it. Uh, I had both the blue and the green. We had one each. We split it up. Uh, is the green the boozy one? So are they like <laughs> green? lactose no. free? Isn't one of them boozy? In the bar, you could get a blue milk martini or something hmm. uh this is like you want it's these are frozen slushy kind of beverages uh blue milk and green milk i think it's bantha milk and one of the big things in the last jedi called the milk that luke milks you he calls yep. it that movie ruiners <laughs> what is it called <laughs> moof moof yeah yeah he's gonna call you moof milker that's a moof and a bantha milk um goodness gracious what a time to be alive <laughs> neither of them are bad Neither the green nor the blue milk are bad, but neither of them I'd probably be like. Like I weirdly occasionally will have a craving for frozen butter beer that I cannot tell you. Like it's odd. There's something about that butterscotch flavor that's in it. It's delicious, overwhelming at times. Delicious. This is more novelty. You order it once, you drink yeah, it, go. I've, I've, that was fine, and then you move on with your day. Is it great? What? I feel like I've checked my blue milk box, and I don't know that. Yeah. Like I, I didn't get to go buy it. Someone just said, hey, I bought you a blue milk. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people that were, were with us. I loved walking around. My photo with the Millennium Falcon. I'm holding my blue milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I felt very. Got a little of it in your little mustache. I got it in my mustache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means you may need a trim there, bud. I do. I do need to get a trim. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it was. It's a, it's a. They got an eight uh, ounce <laughs> thing of uh, milk, maybe like eight or ten ounces. It's a small yeah, little. It's like, like a small, like a. But it's, it's more than enough. It's a rocks glass of blue milk. <laughs> was there any food themed item called a portion? Was there anything like that? Maybe it was done in portions. I'm not sure. I, the, I don't remember. There yeah, was I a. Hope so. um, I hope there's at Olga's can, at Olga's Cantina, there was a kids thing that looked very, very much like a portion that was in like okay. a. Was served in a petri dish. Almost. My favorite store that was there was essentially a toy store, and uh, basically what you've described to me, Logan, is a big toy store. Uh, yes, but it would be an in-universe <laughs> toy store. Mm. So it's where I got this. Oh, Watto. as opposed to the other one. It's where I got this Watto, who's almost like a knit-looking Watto. He's not, but like that kind of style. Everything mm. looked kind of homemade. They had the wooden uh, toys that Ray kind of looks like she's playing, like they show in her. So the wooden light, wooden stormtroopers. Uh, that's where you get the chess set. Uh, it's where you could get a lot of those kind of items that were, uh, they, they look very crafty. Like it looks still like a craft, like a art festival, <laughs> you know, market place items, but they're all stuff. They're Star Wars. It's probably my favorite to look at all the stuff. My son got the instrument that does the nice. So he got that, the cantina band, which is by far the biggest missed opportunity. I feel like in, in there's two missed opportunities. Uh, one of them is the cantina band. Mm-hmm. No cantina band. Uh, anything before we move on from the marketplace? The marketplace is great. You walk through. 
uh, Twin Suns tea, get a little blue milk, get a little green milk. You're hanging out uh, right outside the... I will say that was one of the moments where I found myself truly fully immersed in the land. And that was one of the things I love the most about it is, you know, if you know, like Imagineering lore and the way that Walt Disney built his parks, he was always very much, you know, one of the, one of people's complaints about Disneyland from like a critical perspective early on is that you can't see much of it from the outside. And that was Walt's point. He wanted you to go in the land and to be able to kind of get lost inside, you know, Disneyland. And so you definitely, really can barely see in the area. The only place you're able to really see into Galaxy's Edge is if you go like on top of a roller coaster. Yeah. Or, or weirdly, um, we can't really go see tr- in. On the train. Um, I, we rode the train around the night before because I kind of wanted to see what you could see. And the night lighting is absolutely gorgeous on the land. Yeah. I mean, the, it's very, um, very well done. But that marketplace area was the one place that really kind of like got me as far as like, wow, like I'm I'm in the middle of fully everywhere around me i am in a land yeah. in a movie that i've watched my whole life and yeah. so is there the disconnect people are asked about that from like the fact that it's not like harry potter where you're experiencing exactly the lands that are in the movie you're experiencing something new uh a little bit for the most part you're kind of hitting the greatest hits mm. uh there's a lot of tatooine there's a lot of jakku there's a lot of star wars Things that they could kind of combine into this Black Spire outpost. Which I think was super smart that they did that. Because if there's anything we've learned about like nerd communities is somebody would have been like, oh, that building, that should have been a different color khaki. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Like so, there are references to a lot of things, but it's not exact. Uh, yeah. I know we're, the, running, we're running really the heavy. The details everywhere, I think, are the thing. Because my concern, obviously, was like, and we're going to talk about the Falcon, of course, in a minute. Well, my concern was they're opening it with one ride. Bummer, but there were so many little, even the 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 little area where the speeders were. Did you see that area? Yeah. The kind of the garage. There's like every little place. Yeah, there's was, like there a, was, a pod racer. There's a there's the traditional speeder land speeder from. Yeah, like and there was Luke's like a, a workbench in there. It just very much you felt like you had landed on some other in a in a in a town, like you were in a cruise ship and you had landed there and there yeah. was all the little stuff that they have and you felt like you were in their village. Yeah, has it has it been confirmed or? Or have y'all like looked at it and said, "Yeah, that's obviously what's happening." That they this other ride hasn't opened because it hasn't really it hasn't happened yet because it's coming out in the next movie. Oh, I don't know about that. I I, I don't think so. I think it they will have be. It, they, it's there. This music and sounds are all playing, and they have staff just sitting there going, "This is coming soon." But I think it's like the I have a hunch. I guess that or I've they've read said things. fall. So I think it. I believe it will open before it will be released. Correlation. My guess. I would be shocked. If it did not open for D twenty three at Disneyland, hmm. um, and it will be open, I would say by by. Really? by the end of the year. I was thinking next year. Suspecting they that. said at the end. Of, they've said the, end, the of end, end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even on the, even on the. I opening. don't know if it necessarily needed it. I mean, I, I this now I have to say. Now it definitely needs a bigger ride. The Millennium Falcon ride, we'll get to it, is awesome, but it does feel like. Uh, do you want to do the Cantina, and before we do the Falcon? Okay, the Cantina. Mm. So that's what I did. I, I just moaned. No, it's because he never lets you finish your sentences. <laughs> no, because we we, we want to we want to end with the Falcon, right? Yeah, we we'll end with the Falcon and time and time. People, people's weights and all that. So um, that was the one thing I knew that I really wanted to do. It, it just it had a memory. I was like, okay, that's the one thing I want to do. I'm gonna go get a go get a line. 
Yeah. When you come in lane, because it was a, an intense line. It's an intense line. I got in there. I mean, we were at the very, very front of our queue, and I got an hour and a half to an hour and forty-five minute wait. So you just get, you know, anywhere like like you were checking in and you get a a dining reservation. I got a text, so I knew that, and I never had got notification. So we just walked back and we got in, um, and it was it was fantastic. The drinks were fun, um, both alcoholic and not alcoholic. Like Logan said, I, I wouldn't say it's the most kid friendly. Yeah, but I kind of liked that about it. It 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 felt like it should. Yeah, I would have. Thankfully, Terry did this for us. He got us a spot. I would have been bummed out to have gone with my kids and expected a kids a kid friendly experience. It was certainly not. It was a bar in this sense of there's no real there's places to sit, but you're not given a seat necessarily. Uh, it is not a, it feels like a bar. It feels like a bar and there's good and bad with that. The good with it is if you're an adult and you want to experience what the Star Wars cantina is like, this is a very good representation of a Star Wars area cantina. If you're a kid that wants to experience it, no, you want to walk in, peek around a little bit and get out of there. Essentially what we did, we were there about 20 minutes. We walked around, we saw Rex as the DJ. Again, the biggest missed opportunity I feel like is that there's no animatronic cantina band. Don't understand it. Uh, yeah, that almost feels like they phoned it in. Yeah, like, like, did, the Rex thing is funny, and it's, and it's very sunny, eclipse-like. It has Paul Rubens doing the vocals for uh, Rex, which is why really cool. Why could he be a part of the Cantina band, though? You know, yeah, why like, could he be like the host? Uh, my my, and they hope, play the Cantina song a lot while you're there. My hope is that's coming in a restaurant later. Yeah, but why? It's the Cantina band. That's what everyone knows it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my. That's probably my number one complaint. Yes, is the Cantina did not have kind of the elements you need to make it feel great. It was one, it was too busy and too crowded for kids. My son was miserable after a few minutes. We had to leave. We didn't have time to get a drink. Uh, And they should probably tell you that. Mm. They should probably be like, this is an adult's area, really. You can bring your kids, but it's like Trader Sam's. Like, it's for adults. It wasn't even as kid-friendly as Trader Sam's. Well, that's the other thing is Trader Sam's isn't inside a park. It's one thing if it's outside of a park right it's an adult experience. inside the park so, it's weird to have not a multi-generational ex- like yeah there were kids i understand who there miserable. are things that are geared more towards one or the other but it's weird to not have it where it's really functional as a especially not a ride like a, it's a it's <laughs> it was a, an hour and a half wait to get in the bar <laughs> yeah it's and weird I predict in, Ho- in hollywood studios that it's going to be one of the things that's unique is obviously Disneyland is a mostly dry park currently. Yeah. And so you couldn't take anything out with you. And so including even the non-alcoholic beverages, they want nothing out. They want they don't want the smug that the line was they don't want the smugglers to take anything out. And so a lot of those kind of lines. I, I imagine that there will be a walk-up area much like you have in Mexico Pavilion for La Cava. There'll be a walk-up area, maybe some outside seating for the cantina and Hollywood Studios would be my best guess. We'll see. Um Hey, I kind of hope there is. So if you want to experience some of those things yeah. and not have to go and wait in the line. Yeah. I would like to start getting us to wrap point. If you do have any questions, feel free. If you're on Facebook live, ask your questions. Now we'll try to do some rapid fire ones here. There's, at the a, end. there's if you guys some in the questions. listener group too. Okay, cool. Well, we'll, we'll try to answer some of those uh, headed towards the end here. Um, there is something else that I'm missing. I'm sure there will be more that we'll talk about at galaxy's edge. Overwhelmingly a great experience. Um, the hits way outweigh the misses. And uh, it was just wonderful. 
But yeah, so I mean, that's where we are with that. Now we'll get to what you're probably wanting to listen to, which is the main attraction as of right now. Uh, but we'll probably end up being the Navi River journey to your flight of passage, mm. uh, which is the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. It's about 15 minutes to 30 minute wait. Most of the day we were there. Occasionally I saw it peak over an hour. Very rarely. Uh, I think this is due to the fact that it's a pretty high ride capacity, it mm-hmm. feels like. Uh, there are a lot of bays. I yeah. think you just don't see everything. Which uh, my first negative thing about this is I was bummed at the entry to that. I wanted to yes. walk up the ramp. Yeah, you don't walk up the ramp to the Falcon. That's a bummer. Uh, here, here's what I have to say. This is one thing that's odd, and I think that this will maybe connect with people on a different level. I was kind of anticipating I was like, I'm going to see the Millennium Falcon. That's wild. After 30 years of watching these movies, I'm going to see the Millennium Falcon in front of me. What's that going to feel like? First, it was almost, it, it, this was not like a I'm crying moment. There was both good and bad with it. The good with it is it's right there in front of you, and it's almost hard to comprehend your scene. The negative with it is I've pictured what it looks like in my head for 30 years. So it's much like I'd say people who read a book and then they make the movie out of it. Or you listen to a radio show and then you find out what the hosts look like. There's a bit of that where I saw the Millennium Falcon and it was like, oh, I kind of expected you know to be bigger. I kind of expected this to be over. You spent so much time playing it. You want me to really mess with your mind? Uh-huh. It was a miniature. It was a miniature. It was tiny. Uh, it's huge. But it's no, maybe in not. real life. Oh, the real right. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a set. There was a set version. There was mm, not huge. full thing. Not mm. full thing. It's a three chord panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what you mean. You know what I mean. It's hard to explain until you're there that there is something a little bit disconnected from it. Where I think people who experience maybe the Harry Potter stuff, they spent so much time making it exactly how you saw it in the movies that maybe that, from what I hear, it feels which I got into the Harry Potter movies after the parks. Uh, there was that. It still was amazing. I'd much rather have it than not, but it was an odd experience. It was a, it was almost disorienting in some ways. Being like, well, there it is. All right. Great. It's wonderful. Yeah. So I say the lightsaber experience is probably my favorite experience, mm-hmm. and that was something that was a little odd because it's odd. It's just something you've pictured in your head since you were a little kid. You played with the big toys, uh, and now you're seeing... And they refer to it, uh, if you talk to a citizen of Batu, kind of directionally, they're like, oh, yeah, you just go... You just go past the hunk of junk over there. Yeah. So that, that was fun. It was cool. Um, it's very, it's be, it's wet, incredibly well done. It yes. looks amazing. I don't want to like downplay it, but I'd say like, if you want to know how ex- like my experience was, it was in mixed reaction. A lot of people are asking about the photos and they're like, how is there nobody in any of these photos? Because if you look, there's never anyone behind you in the Millennium Falcon photos for anyone or in these pictures sometimes with Kylo Ren ship. feels like the people at Disneyland are very respectful because there's no one telling you no. Uh, but the, there's a photo line to get your picture with the Falcon. You kind of have to be at a certain distance to get that photo, and people just don't really go up and mess around. There, I mean, there's some barrier. There's a barrier there, there's but, barrier, but nice. it's not huge. Uh, I, I will say, don't. If you're only going to ride it once, don't only do this single rider. Okay. That was my first experience. Yeah. I did this single rider because I knew I was going to ride it twice. Yeah, I was with. Uh, I, Binge heard one of the, one of the guys that speaks at the thing, and he was like, "Hey, let's single rider. There's no wait." Yeah. So we walked in. You walk up the stairs, and you're there. It was like we wait. Like you were in the preload area, or where? Like where were you? Like where the you basically where, walk up a flight of stairs. Like were you in the ta- where the chess table is? Or are you like further in than that? You you basically walk into that area. You walk in, okay. and you're assigned where you you walk right up a flight of stairs, and they're giving you the card. Okay. 
Um, and so, I mean, that was great as far as like time, time, but yeah. the, 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 the cue is definitely it's great. magical. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's yeah. It's got the, the star tours kind of element, the way you move around, there's kind of character things happening. And then you experience uh Hondo Anaka in person, which you don't know Hondo. Will you know Hondo? Nope. I've seen, actually, I take that back. It's a Paul Newman movie. I've seen it. Okay. Hondo Anaka, kind of, again, a character well-loved within the universe, but only if you're really a I fan was wrong. of... Uh, John Wayne, not Paul Newman. Sorry. Correction. <laughs> I was thinking a different movie. He's really a character from the animated series that comes out of the Clone Wars and uh, also has appeared I think, in every... I don't know if he's appeared in that new Resistance, but it was in Rebels as well. Uh, Hondo... And you, I don't want that is a cool experience. He's kind of you know your host, if you will. Uh, great animatronic, and yeah, I don't again. I don't know how far to go into like the full on spoily spoilers because I, I avoided them all. I uh, will say that is the best animatronic by far that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's I mean, very cool. You helps that it's an alien kind of creature too because you right. aren't. You're, there's not that disconnect of this being a human. Right, where you're like this is off a little. Like it, it moves like a way it, it should. Yeah, it was. It doesn't just stay in one place. It turns around. I mean, the preload experience was great. I love. So, it. what were your positions on the Falcon? You're assigned. So, there's six positions on the Millennium Falcon: two pilots, two gunners, two engineers. Yep. I what? was the first time I was a pilot. Okay. Uh, I was the up and the up and down pilot on the first. Yeah, one controls flight. up and down. One controls side to side. Is that assigned yeah. to you randomly, or do you? Uh, it's usually the first two people that are there are the pilots, second two people are the gunners. There's you go and into then you can kind of trade. Yeah, you mm -hmm. go to preload area. They kind of assign you your party. That's where single rider gets mixed in. There's six people in your flight party, um, and the, the whole the whole experience of the ride. I felt like the the loading process was was a lot of times when you when you ride an attraction, it seems very stressful. And your party over there, it was very chill. It was a very much a relaxed yeah. kind of yeah. I, which I loved. It made it just come it, sit down, buckle your seatbelts, but not like in a way that felt. Yeah. It, yeah. It you, wasn't, they weren't pushing you through. You get assigned to there and then you go into where the chess table is and you can take pictures all over that area. They let you t stay there as long as you want. Yeah. And there's little. Not as long as you want. Within reason. Eventually but, they call your color. Right. Uh, like you see, everyone has a different color. But I did not feel rushed either of the times. Yeah, they were just like, hey, green's up. Okay, cool. And then you can kind of like move Make over there. Way. Yeah. Mm. Um, the first time I was the up and down pilot and that was, that was fun. Um, but I will say I enjoyed my flight the second time a lot more cause I felt like the visual perspective of this. And you were second, what the second time? Uh, I was a gunner. You were a gunner. Okay. Uh, See, we had the opposite. I was a gunner first and then I was a, a pilot. I never did the engineer. People are, a lot of people are asking about that. They're like, is the third row bad? I don't really understand the thought. You're not in a very big area. Um, uh, you are paying attention to different things. I will say the experience of being a gunner and being a pilot felt like a completely different ride. Yeah, which was cool. Uh, very cool. Our there, there are things that were very different, the two rides we did, uh, based on how you are performing at your job. This is a video game. I will say that. That's different from, say, Mission Space or Star Tours or Flight of Passage. Think of it like you're in a video game. It's, it's, your actions do change what happens in this ride. Uh and I was a gunner, which essentially involves hitting one button from time to time, a couple buttons to shoot down 
TIE fighters, and that's the second row of people. So we went with uh, Louis Lemoyne, who is a uh, Imagineer, and he the very he, fun name. Yeah, his, his if if you're if you're a fan or whatever, he did all of the lettering in the new Fantasyland and Magic Kingdom, all the signs and Dumbo Circus and all that. So um, super super nice guy, and he brought up something that I, that I definitely noticed when I did it is is the fact that the buttons were on the side was a little distracting. Because you kind of, like when you're playing a video game, you kind of... Yeah, there should be a console in front of you. In front Instead, of you, you're like, messing right. with the buttons over here in the screen. Yeah, the, and the so I sort of just kind of like, I found where the button was and I just kind of... That's how I did it. I hit it. And it was, you know, it was a lot like um, the, Mars, the Mars ride where you have to hit and do the things, except for... Except you're actually doing it. Except for they actually, you're really there, doing it. Works. It, it uh, works. It does affect... It does affect your success or failure on the ride. Yeah, and there are points involved. There are damage reports involved, depending on how you're doing. Uh, so I was a gunner. My wife and my son were pilots. My son is six. Uh, and it was, and I saw some people complaining about this. My son is six, was the pilot both times, did a good job. It's fantastic. Occasionally, I'd reach over and help him here and there. For the most part, could do it himself. So it's, it's pretty user-friendly. Uh, he did the up and down and got to make the jump to light speed both times, which was pretty and cool. pretty awesome and yeah. the light what's, what's interesting is the lights when you pull so the what lights you're saying and, is it actually affects it hashtag it's actually fake because it's like geared toward here's a six-year-old make sure he wins let the six-year-old win no no oh no he mm -hmm. could have crashed the millennium falcon and we'll get to that yeah and when you pull the lever to go to light speed it is real time Real That's time. a lot of it's real time. And it's not like a fake, like there's like, like you feel it like. Yeah, it, pushing back on it. It pushes back. It, it definitely like, you you definitely have moments of like, whoa, this is happening right now. And, you know, I, I did get emotional. I tried to do an Instagram story and I, I'll be straight up grown man, honest. My voice broke and mm. like saying I'm in front of the Falcon right now because it just has this moment of like. You know, it's it's a very overwhelming experience. It's it's over because you're completely immersed in all of this yeah. stuff, and I had just done the whole wait in line thing, and so like you round yeah. the corner from the cantina, and there the Falcon is, and it was yeah. just like, yeah, you this don't is see amazing. that right right immediately. It's, yeah, it's, you, you always wind your corner. way through it, you find it. Yeah, uh, one little thing that I'm sure will get some attention. Both rides I did both had a little glitch where the video kind of, mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're playing a video game, like it there was. And they took you out of it. It did take me out of it. A little buffering. A little buffering. Hmm. And I think Pay your internet, Because you're doing Disney. it live. <laughs> I like because you're doing it live. Uh, I think that's probably some of it. But there was that. There was a second of a little freeze frame and then it goes through. Uh, so minute, though. Who cares? But it did happen both times I was on it. Uh, uh, someone just asked about their four-year-old riding it. My three-year-old girls are tall enough. I probably would not put them on it yet. Four, maybe. And not necessarily because they can't do what they're supposed to do. I just don't know if it's a pretty, it's not intense. I'd say it's less uh, intense than Star Tours when it comes to like the mm. movements. But when I went left, the it go you were going up. I mean, the thing is you are controlling the simulator. So when you're moving it left, your party is swinging left and going up. And you're moving right. And one point I thought it was in autopilot mode towards the end, and I hit it left, and we all went, Foof! It was Whoa. like, Whoa. So it's cool. Very low, uh, like, you're not in a big harness or anything. You're just a seatbelt. 
Uh, you can leave your stuff just on the side. There's nowhere to put stuff. So you, the movements aren't that extreme, but it's a very intense couple minutes because you are so in it because of the video game kind of portion of this. Uh, you can crash the Millennium Falcon. Uh, so the first time we did it, my wife was a pilot. She was fantastic. My son was a pilot. They were fantastic. I want to be the pilot this time. I came all this way. I want to pilot the Millennium Falcon. So I piloted it with my son. Uh, I'm not the best pilot. I got very overwhelmed with the whole experience. And there's a point where they're yelling at left, left pilot, do this, left pilot, do this. I'm yeah. not even, don't even see it. Boom, we hit some form of asteroid. I'm hitting things left and right. I'm doing not a great job. I'm yelling to my son, go down, get it down. And we're trying to go. So much so, this is a little bit of a spoiler. The first time we get off, Chewie's very proud of you. Excited. Thank you. Thanks you for, for your trip. Second time, Chewie's very proud of you. It's great. Uh, we're going to have to do some fixes. There's like some different dialogue. Then we get off and the thing is sparking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the hallways are all like, that sounds, like, that sounds worth it. They get like, we yeah. got to worry about what's going on here. And they're doing all these effects of like, we got to fix it. Yeah, Chewie's yelling. Like, so <laughs> it, I'm not saying crash the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> but I'm saying it was pretty awesome to have two experiences back to back where the first time it was like pleasant and great. The second time there was a different ending in the physical hallway when you're walking yeah, out, not just amazing. the video. Like they had light effects to look like it's sparking that's as you were cool. walking out. And there, cause I got down to 5% body life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was down to 5% body life. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we it, do too. it was Definitely well done from top right. to bottom. And you're gonna love it. You're gonna the, love it. One of the questions that we, and I'll, I'll, I'll use my wife as Leslie as an example on this. Uh, Michelle asked in our listener group, which if you're not part of the WD Today listener group, do it. Go to just look up WD Today. WDW Today. Listener group. It's if you're into those Western digital drives. That's the show. It's WD Today. You can get it. And so Leslie saw my stories in the video that I posted. She's like, okay, we're gonna definitely have to do this. This looks amazing. And so uh, Michelle asked in our group what, what a Star Wars fan, and I would probably compare it to like I don't know anyone besides Bart Scott that is an Avatar movie fan, and so, <laughs> but I've not heard anyone that doesn't think yeah. Avatar is unbelievable. So I think even if, uh, and Jennifer responded to her that you'll probably have a better time because you're not going to be stressed about getting a droid or anything. You're just going to go and enjoy the area. Yeah, and so it is definitely. Point. I think anyone's going to enjoy it. You may not catch all the little. But you can definitely tell that it is a um, well done, well placed, and in fact, kind of the only obtrusion that obstruction that you see outside invasion is you see the top of um, Big Thunder, and you can see a little of the Matterhorn. At one yeah, point. admission breakout, which which are both Obstructed. kind of feel they feel like they work. They You're work. not paying attention to it now. Mm -hmm. You do get you firework. see it from the road though. By the way, a lot. I will yes. say this is when I drove up, I was like, it is on the road headed to Disneyland. Like not like Star Wars, not currently Hollywood Studios. Like off mm -hmm. through the bushes. Like the spires the are five. right there <laughs> to the point where I was like, you can hear road noise and stuff. You know, it's fine. no. That's good. But, so one of the things that we we I, we heard from someone was to to be in to be ab above the Millennium Falcon. And watch fireworks, and we did that, and they were absolutely unbelievable. You don't have any music, so I turned on my phone and put on the the, the uh, little John Williams. But uh, the fireworks were really looked really great from there. Just you don't obviously the projection or anything. I but. watched them from the La Brea Bakery, which was also a pretty good spot to watch because <laughs> we were starving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Any, yeah. any, let's take a few questions and then wrap it up. I will say when it comes to Walt Disney World, I don't know how it's going to impact crowds, how things are going to change. We'll keep you updated. I very much look forward to J- to June 28th when it's just open season. Yep. Because uh, right now, even annual pass holders at Disneyland, if you're a California resident, annual pass aren't allowed in. A lot of them are blocked out. So who knows what this is going to be like. Yeah. But as of right now, it was handled really well. I have no complaints on the waiting. Anything that we waited for was worth it. And most of the stuff we did. So Tiffany asked motion sickness potential for the Falcon. Uh, I would. I, well, okay. I, we had someone in our party that did frequently does get motion sick. Yeah. Had zero issues. Yeah, if you could do star tours, you could certainly do this. I would say it's maybe 30% of the motion that you'd experience. And it just, it's very smooth. It is very smooth. I, I don't think you'll have too much of a problem. Now, if you do have, I'll give you chronic motion sickness. I don't want to like downplay it and don't use us as medical advice, but it's not extreme. It's not extreme at all. Oh, this is good. Brian Reynolds asked, huh. uh, any experience with your data pad interaction? I, uh, did, I did it a little bit. Okay. Because um, there are... On the Play app? Is that what yeah, you were doing? Yeah, on the Play app. Yeah, there was some cool stuff, but nothing we spent a whole lot of time on. A lot of it's to kill time. Uh, my son enjoyed it. He did some stuff on it. But I can't say we spent a lot. Of, it's just a lot of like decoding and a lot of translating and a lot of uh, you know t- stuff to fill time, to, to pass the time. That's about it. Yeah, and I think a lot of QR codes though everywhere. And I think as you go back and as you experience more times, it's like doing the card game, you know, at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, if you have the time, it's going to be fun, but it's not why I was there. Right. I didn't want to look. I didn't even take that many pictures. I was spending so much time just exploring. So it's good. Tiffany said, "If there were no lines, how much time does it really take to view everything and see all the shops?" I was able. We asked. Do we need to leave now? Can we watch yeah. the fireworks? They said, no, please say the fireworks stay as long as you want. They well, she's us. saying, though, if there was no lines. And, and that's what I'm going to say. If there was no lines, I there's still things I did not see or experience. To, I would say we were there for six hours and didn't experience everything. But I would say if there were no lines, which means I would say no line for both build a droid to build a lightsaber, you could just walk up and do it. Uh, probably three hours, maybe four of like, not everything, though. No. I not mean, everything. There's a lot of little things. But if you wanted to just hit like the top three, the problem you have is something like Millennium Falcon, even if it's 15-minute wait, it's going to take you about another 15 minutes to get through everything. Build a lightsaber is a 20, 30-minute experience. Build a droid's a 20, 30-minute yeah. experience. And I'm not even a lot sure of this. these are long. So I, it's hard to say. I didn't see everything. So yeah. if and there were no waits, really. So I would say it depends. You want to stay in the cantina for an hour or you want yeah. to stay in the cantina for five minutes? A lot of it's up to you. Uh, you and will feel will satisfied. This be? 2026, 2027, maybe, yeah. you know, there will be no lines. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe they got this under control. All right. Anything else? I'm, I'm scrolling through. Let's see. Scrolling. I definitely, someone was asking about the, the, why the view screen. I thought, I thought the view of the Falcon was better from further back than, than from the, you just get, you just get a different perspective. I think if you're going to do the Falcon more than one time, which you surely are, embrace whatever You're spending more time, uh, I don't know. You could see better. To me, you could see better from the pilot seat. Like, there are a few references and things that I caught that I would never have seen from the second or third row. Smell. Right. Did you catch any smells from Batu? What do you mean? Like, like a, sense. Poodoo. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. It smelled like Disneyland. Yeah. And a I California think, smell. Yeah. It's still on my son's hair. For some reason, I can't get out. <laughs> I'm trying to get it out. I don't want him smelling like California. Uh, no. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Uh, there's sort of that California, Southern California kind of sent but no nothing really specific yeah i think even i think the, some of those things are still even the milk didn't really have a smell 
they're still kind of ramping up everything. I I, I believe it's you know the whole thing is kind of yeah. you know it's if you were going to grade it, it's definitely an A plus. Yeah. They definitely did a great job. It is by far Disney Imagineering's greatest feat yeah. ever. I think it's the first time well, that I think it's the first time that they have done a project where there was no. Um, you know, we we all know what happened with California Adventure, where the first time it was done, it was like, "Hey, you know, we told you your budget was X, now let's cut it in a third. This was very much. I don't think they left a whole lot off. Yeah. Aliens, uh, Cantina Band, and maybe some more characters. I, they're supposed because it was to be, really just Ray, Kylo, Chewie, and Stormtroopers. Uh, I all will, of which are out most of the day. I will say this: I saw Ray. We walked up, and Ray was talking with little girls. About their their experience, and she yeah, it's amazing. a very Disneyland personal experience. And she, not walk up, take pictures, kind of. No, crazy. she took them down the road and wanted to show them where the resistance yeah. was meeting it was, later. It was cool. The the character stuff was cool. Yeah, so. I felt like all of that, and I think I think as the lane kind of evolves and grows, I think you're going to see some of those things kind of. I know there's droids that are done that are supposed to be interactive. Yeah, that would I think be nice they, too. I think they realized that if they added more of those things. That they would definitely your stay would be longer than four hours, and I think they were trying to get you out of there. Yeah. All right. So, we don't want people to stay here to be four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Have we not? I don't know. New format seems to be gold at two hours. Time is a construct. <laughs> Matt said, "Where do you uh, advice for first timers? Where do you head first? If you want to build a lightsaber, head there immediately. Yeah, because you may not make it in. I wonder if they'll do like a fast pass for that. So, well, it's the line to get a fast pass. Essentially, is what it is." So you get the, it return time, but you have to wait a half an hour to uh, get the return time. Got it. And pay the two hundred dollars. So when they released the trailer Before for, you so you prepay the two hundred, yeah, yeah. and then so get if you your miss time. It, sorry. <laughs> the return time though was kind of like suggested, right? So they, Disney Parks blog a few weeks ago released the trailer for the new attraction, and when they did that, slowly buried in there, it said there will be a virtual queue after we the land hits capacity. In the future. To so, get into the land. To get into the land. So, you know, we'll know in two or three weeks what that's yeah, we'll really back. About, about two weeks. Because they said it was what? About half capacity is what they were allowing in, which is perfect. Wouldn't it be crazy if at the like beginning of a park they set capacity limits? That'd be something. <laughs> mm. What do you mean? You mean there's a 10 hour wait to ride a Hagrid ride? My gosh. Oof. All right. Any other last second questions, no, comments from you guys? All right. I mean, congratulations for Disney doing this right yes at least they for now wait, they were waiting for your congratulations no, no, but, Grace. And, but no Let put it up against it. universal dealing with that new ride over there that's yeah. a, that's like that's a Disney's mess never had that kind of a mess look i think probably the two <laughs> best experiences at a theme park in in if we say it's going to be the same will be the wizarding world of harry potter and star wars galaxy's edge when it comes to an immersive experience both of them are phenomenal for fans of this of those franchises. And though I think Potter at this point has three rides, so it's maybe a bit more to do. Uh, four, I guess, if you count the train. Four, if you count the train. Uh, I still have to say, like, I would, I, I love going to Harry Potter, but I would skip it from time to time. Uh, I think I would, will not skip going to Galaxy's Edge probably again. Now I have to say, will I go opening weekend in Orlando now like my plan was? No. No way. Like, I, I don't think that – I've just – I feel like I've done it. Not even if you could 
if they do the whole okay, reservation if they do thing? the reservation thing and it's 15 minute waits for the Falcon, absolutely. I will 100% do it. But if it's Avatar and they open up the line or it's Hagrid's motorbike experience and it's a 10 hour wait, sorry guys, I'm not yeah. doing it. And I will say that if I you're... still think no experience, no theme park experience nope. is worth, I mean, look, I think the Hagrid ride looks amazing. Everyone I know has ridden it since one of the best things they've ever done. Nothing's worth 10 hours of your day. Absolutely <laughs> nope. not. Nothing's worth three or four hours of your day. Now, it is no secret that I am not a morning person, but if I was staying on property in Orlando this fall, I would be on a bus at 5.30 a.m. to be sure I was in line when, when the extra, extra, extra magic hours started Galaxy's Edge. It's going to be worth it to stay on property and get up early for at least that first day. You know, you may only do one day on property, then, of course, move over to Airbnb. But I still wouldn't stay on property because I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry, guys. Six. That was pushing it for me. I did it. But it was also six California time. It was like eight here. I was fine. Oh, yeah. You're fine. That's fine. But I'm going an hour forward. No. Brutal. Brutal. All right. I think what this also makes possible is what's next. What are they working on next? And I'm excited for it. So. And I think there'll be more Star Wars. There's clearly a lot of doors to nothing right now. Yes. There's definitely places to go you can see if you look at a visual aerial map there's definitely there's literally a spot where it's like they've almost roped out a third attraction spot yeah. and so and i think it will need it at some yeah, point oh, for sure it will need it just like harry potter needs it. it what happened today is show you that the demand is still very much there for harry potter same as it is for star i'm surprised Wars. there's not like a forest speeder ride oh who's to say it's not really the forest though it feels more it, desert. it could be like soren but like you're um, oh, be fun. Yeah, who That's knows? That wicket just staring at you, waving at you. The walk. Yeah, I know who he is. I've seen the movie. You looked at me confused. Yeah, those crazy eyes, Logan. I know. You just see me. You just see that I'm crazy. That's just the I traveled day yesterday eyes. My flight got into four thirty this morning, but then I got home. So I'm humble brag. I like that flight back from L.A., but that flight there was. Yeah. <laughs> Going right. against the grain. Going against that grain, man. Mm. It's tough. Jet stream, man. Jet stream, jet stream. Jet, I love the jet stream. Me too. I like it on the way back. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. I've talked about it. Have you? Mm-hmm. All right. Any last minute plugs? Nope. No plugs. No, last we minute. want to pull it. Okay. <laughs> pull the last minute plug. Pull the plug. <laughs> that's the most most words Will said today. And that's going to do it for WDW Today this week. I'm Logan Sekulo. I'm still here. Holding this thing together. Yeah. You gonna edit this, put this up today. You got to. Well, Just one edit. We'll see. <laughs> May the spires guide you. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. Is that good, a thing? Good mm-hmm. good two sons to you. Till the <laughs> till the spires? To the spires? Is it till the spires? And bless yeah. you for all your iniquities. Yes. <laughs> I'm the grease. If you would like to go to Star Wars A Den of Iniquities. <laughs> <laughs> It's available now on Patreon. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, no. We need that right. shirt. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week. You guys have a great week. God bless. May the force be with you. And also with double you. Sin- sons. Double sons. Double sons. One son. One moon. Younglings. Mandalorians. What? Mandalorians. Mandalorians. What other Orians do you know? Uh, Pagorians. Floridians. <laughs> no, Pagorians. Porg Orians. Thing. They've got popsicles. It's a trap. They have popsicles? Yeah. Pork popsicles? Right. Well, it's a brand name. Oh, okay.
It's, All right. You can find them at Bargain Hut and occasionally Circle Case. I like Bargain Hut. Me too. Five dollars. <laughs> I love the bag sales. Anything you can fit. Anything you Anything. can fit in the bag. Anything it's like five dollars. Just the, if it fits in the bag. I got a seven hundred dollar car when you, seat. When you for try $5. to do a sleeper sofa in bad. a black garbage bag. I got a seven hundred dollar car seat for five dollars. Over there. Yeah, bargain hunt. Yeah. yeah. That's Over just what there. you got to do. Yeah. It's what you got to do. It's how you got to make it. And you take the sleeper sofa and you try to get it in that garbage You set. buy that car seat for $700, $5. You sell it. You get to go to Galaxy's Edge. See, I would argue I, like it, I would argue that it's okay that if it fits in the bag, it's $5. If it touches the bag. Yeah. If you just can lay it's out gray, the bag. It's a gray area. And you just set it on top of it. No, it's in the bag. <laughs> Sir, that's on the bag. Uh, in, on. Who's to say? Debatable. Who's to say? All right, that's going to do it. We'll see you on the next show.